0: This is raining. What's up, guys? I was just telling the audio listeners that Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, audio podcast, it's called that, has the throwback services as well as the current services. You can check that out. Rebuildingtheman.com church. So, guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm late and tapping my uh, time stamps. Guys. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles, Wednesday, October 27th, 2021 A.D. And I want to cover for you, I'm going to skip the John McCain thing. Do you guys want to hear John McCain, a throwback from John McCain, maybe tomorrow or, or the following day? I might do it, but I don't have it for you today. Uh, the, ja- the January 6th witch hunt, I want to cover. Kyle Rittenhouse, they're going after Kyle. They're going nuts over Kyle Rittenhouse. And I have that video of him punching the girl. Punching the girl. Uh, Media is full of America haters. And some other things, including a Bible passage or two or few. One long one, actually. One actually is pretty long. But anyway, guys no song for you right now. I'll play the song for you at the top of this coming hour, and at the top of the following hour, when I end the show. Okay. What do you think of okay? <laughs> but anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, oh it's the hay Report. The Hague
1: Report. La Oh's the hagoon The Hague Point La 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 Hey guys Oh is the hay cut board The Hague board La 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 Oh's the hay cut board The Hague Point La la la
0: is doing? I am fine. Okay is not okay, says Willie Pala. Omino. What's up, man? <laughs> nice to see you. Shout out to the Facebook crew, morning to the Facebook crew. The contingent. Uh lots of mess. I saw a whole lot of mess on Twitter lately. And I've seen an attack in the mainstream media. You know how I read mainstream media. I've seen an attack on ordinary Americans, it's just, it's pretty disgusting. And I touched on it in Hague News yesterday because the, they're, you know, the January 6th stuff. January 6th was when the Mostly Peaceful capital riot, capital protest, some of it was a riot, some of it was. You could consider it rioting. When you saw them pushing the fences up against the cops, that's, that's rioting. So anyway, there was this story, and you may have heard hints of it before. You may have heard it on the JLP show. I'm not sh- I don't know if he got to it. The tra- a traitor who participated in this rally, he disavowed Trump. And then he got out of prison for it. He got out of jail for it. Did you hear that? And this is the same Obama judge who was in charge of Roger Stone's trial. You know how Roger Stone... Roger Stone was a pro-Trump guy. He's been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show a couple of times in the past. Amy Berman Jackson, not a Christian. I think she's like this Jewish woman who's like, looks white, but she, I don't think she's a normal white. I think she's married to a black, by the way, Obama-appointed judge, and she's been involved in a bunch of these politically charged things, and she's so political. She put a gag order on Roger Stone so he didn't have the freedom of speech to defend himself to the public. So anyway, this is a tweet from Glenn Greenwald, who is a liberal and a mess, but in some ways. But he's also pretty solid in some of his reporting, if you'll allow me to say so. Glenn Greenwald tweeted, Judge Amy Berman Jackson... Releases a 1-6, they call it 1-6, January 6th, the defendant, from pretrial prison. Because a lot of these people are just languishing. I don't know how many. I'm saying a lot. I don't know how many. Are languishing in jail. There was a report that one guy who was supposedly like a Proud Boys guy, or maybe something else, had a broken wrist that was unattended. It went unattended for four months. And this other judge was like, what are you guys doing? This is a violation of their civil rights, if there is such a thing. He has been held there since March. This guy has been in, in jail since March. And he wrote a letter promising that he has changed his political views and now hates Trump. The judge directs his father, because he's, he's released back to his—this is a grown man, by the way—released to his parents. He has to be in, on house arrest, basically with his parents, his mother and father, directs his father to keep Fox News and MSNBC off in the house. Ridiculous. These judges micromanaging your life. Stay away from the government, am I right? No wonder the MGTOW people are, are MGTOW. Not that I endorse that at all. So he quote tweets this lo- local liberal reporter, DC reporter, I think, Jordan Fisher on Twitter, who tweeted yesterday, Thomas Sibick, not to be confused with Sicknick, Officer Sicknick, the Trump supporter who was who died. Crazy death. They were, they claimed it was from a fire extinguisher but it wasn't. They being the New York Slimes and others, I think. Thomas Sibick back in court this morning. This guy tweeted yesterday, Jordan Fisher, reporter, liberal. Again trying to argue for pre-trial release. A judge denied the same request earlier this month and he cites a previous article from October 1st in which the judge denies bond for a man who stole Officer Fanone's badge and radio. Fanone is that guy who looks like he should be pretty good looking and manly, white, maybe white, I don't know, but he was on CNN talking about, oh, this riot was so bad, and he wore a flannel shirt on CNN with, like, Don Lemon and pretending that the Capitol protest was such a terrible situation. This guy is a traitor to America. Um, So the guy at first said he was trying to help Officer Fanon, but he inadvertently stole his badge and radio. The judge didn't buy it, so didn't let him out. And so now he's written this letter disavowing everything and smearing his fellow inmates, by the way. It's quite interesting. Uh, Glenn Greenwald... Quotes this guy's letter saying, Trump is not a leader and should be ostracized from any political future. What he honestly needs to do is go away. And that's a quote purportedly, according to Glenn Greenwald, I think. One sixth defendant, Thomas Sicknick, writing a letter renouncing his political views on Trump to be released from pre trial prison. And he cites this letter. He shows this letter. I think I have this letter. This disavowal letter. January 6th, Trump disavowal letter. And it's handwritten. It's almost as bad handwriting as I write. Maybe worse. Yeah, it's worse. No, mine is worse. Mine is, my handwriting is worse than this guy's, but it's not good. Your Honor, my name is Thomas Sibic. I'm pronouncing his name Sibic. I don't know if it's correct. Sibick. And in an attempt to provide an understanding of who I am, I felt compelled to write. And all of these, all of these, by the way, I'm interrupting the letter to say, all these public defenders and lawyers for the defense are liberals themselves. So they're making these people grovel and pretend racism is real and stuff like that. Remember that 49-year-old grandmother who wrote that, oh, my presence there emboldened the violent people, even though I didn't participate in any violence, stuff like that. There was another guy who said the same thing. It's ridiculous. These... And then they pretend that, oh, racism is real. I've read this book and that book and all these different fake uh, racism books and stuff like that. Stupid. Evil, corrupt Washington, D.C. and court system. Am I right? Anyway, going on to this guy's article, this article, letter, handwritten letter, cursive. I felt compelled to write because my conduct on January 6th was unequivocally an aberration of the high moral standards I hold myself to. What happened at the United States Capitol that day does not provide an adequate representation of my character. Although I strive for excellence, I will be the first to admit that I am not perfect. <laughs> Sounds so, everybody says this type of stuff, right? My life has been full of joyful times. However, there's been a fair share of growing pains, none more significant than what I am currently experiencing. This sh- because he's been in jail for, since March. And now it's August, right? No, it's past August. Oh my gosh, it's October, April, May, June, July, August, September. More than six months in jail. Yeah, math is rough. Uh, The shame, dishonor, and regret endured are without question the worst emotions ever experienced. I disagree with what occurred that fateful day, especially the trauma. Listen to this. Trauma suffered by Officer Michael Fanone. It is without question unconscionable. And this guy directly like grabbed Fanone's badge and radio, allegedly. January 6th, this guy goes on, was a disgrace to our nation that left a scar. Trump is ultimately responsible for. What? This guy's not taking responsibility. He's putting the responsibility on Trump. But we are strong and we'll heal from it. This guy is a Total uh, barf. He's just brainwashed by the... Ma- I wonder if he's brainwashed by the mainstream media or just desperate. While many praise Trump, I loathe him. His words and actions are, are nefarious, I think he says, causing pain and harm to the world. He is not a leader and should be as ostracized from any political future. What he honestly needs to do is go away! Exclamation mark. Throughout my incarceration... I have had ample time for self-reflection which has embedded me, enabled me, sorry, to grow and become more cognizant of my being, ultimately having a profound impact on my core values. I have vowed to never, he underlined never, attend another political protest in my life. That was my first and last. In addition, I will never, underline never, allow myself to be consumed by the mob mentality it is dangerous and undoubtedly out of character, he said. I, I, I might believe that part. I might believe that part because people get caught up in the excitement. Suckers. Suckers. Uh, they call that a honeypot, right? Here's the, here's the other, the rest of his letter. I give irrefutable assurance to the court that if I am released, I will without hesitation abide by any and all conditions set forth. So you can't watch Fox News or MSNBC at his parents' house. All I desire is peace, reconciliation, and unity. This guy's a grown man, by the way. We must all work together to build back a better nation. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Sincerely, Thomas Sibick. Sick, huh? What a sick person. And uh, they did that to him. And he was weak. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. This Jordan Fisher guy... Also tweet oh I have a screenshot of this guy's face. He looks like an Italian, <laughs> if you'll bear with me saying so. If you will forgive my saying so, Louis Bootsy. Uh let me see if I can drag this into the folder. Those I Italians. Am I right? No, I don't know if he's Italian, but it looks kinda like he is. This is a screenshot just dragged into the main folder. Judge denies Bond again for Capital Rioter. And he's right up again. You see his face. Yeah, has like a five o'clock shadow. There's no child. Uh, let's see. Man, there was something that I wanted to show. Forgot what he said. Never mind. It's a, it's a mess, though. It's a total mess. Uh, there he is. See that? If I'm not mistaken, that's the guy who's groveling. That's a body camera, still shot from January 6th. And people got caught up and... Ridiculous. They're going after not just these people, these mostly peaceful protesters, and some of them who got a little out of hand, a little rambunctious, to imitate the blacks who refer to (laughs) the people who go, like, wilding, raping, robbing, marauding, killing. They call it rambunctious. They're going after the politicians, too. They're still, to this day, going after Trump. Suing him, allowing him to be sued. Sleepy Joe is refusing executive privilege from the stuff. Because he's smart. Trump is smart not to want to give any information or any, anything to the fake media or that fake January 6th commission. Committee investigating the January 6th a terror attack or attack or whatever. I told you yesterday in Hake News, they're going after Mo Brooks, who is an Alabama congressman. He ran for senator. He ran for senate. Paul Gosar, the guy who went, he's been to AFPAC. He's another congressman, I think from, man, I'm blanking. I think it's like, I don't think it's, is it Arizona? Anyway, Marjorie Greene, who, I prefer that she not be in office, but Since we have her, at least she's standing on a little bit on what's right. That's nice. They're going after that woman who carries a gun on Capitol Hill. She's Lauren Boebert. Yeah, Boebert. Anyone who's halfway or a quarter of the way or at least 10% decent, they're going after them. And that explosive, quote-unquote, explosive Sunday Rolling Stone article that I mentioned in Hague News at the end of our one or two of the J.C. Lee Peterson show yesterday. Explosive article says that there there were Congress people and and White House members, key people in the planning of the January 6th insurrection. Well, it turns out, according to Michael Tracy, Mo Brooks spoke at the rally. He spoke at the rally. That's a peaceful rally. There's the rally, and then there's the little part that became a riot. (laughs) Baked Alaska. And so it's a non-story. Of course they participated in that part of the planning. Oh, he spoke there. Give me a break. So it's a bunch of non-story stuff. So sick, huh? And they're going after Kyle Rittenhouse, too. Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse. I told you the great news yesterday. Well, to me, it's not that great of news. It's like, he shouldn't even be charged with anything. Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse. You guys know what happened. He was up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He's from the next state over, but not far away. Like 30 miles away or less. Maybe maybe more, I don't know. But he went into Kenosha. The day after some crazy rioting and destruction of businesses and who knows what else. Yeah, insurrection with no guns. Yeah, that's, the, that's what they called the January 6th thing. And he defended the, uh, the area. He was defending a gas station from being blown up by Antifa, Black Lives Matter, scumbags, scum of the earth. That was the insurrection, those uh, Antifa, BLM, insurrection around the country. In major cities and not so major cities too, destroying businesses, killing people, shooting Trumps, shooting religious men in the chest, totally unprovoked too. Well, I heard that that guy sprayed maybe sprayed pepper spray at him because this guy was carrying gun, hunting Trump supporters over in uh, Portland, Oregon. A religious man, Patriot Prayer guy, killed by an Antifa, Black Lives Matter, male feminist scumbag. So Kyle Rittenhouse defends himself and they call him a murderer. Ridiculous. Some sick college professor. I have this inside of that New York Times, Kenosha Rittenhouse thing. If you go to Kyle Rittenhouse hater folder inside of that folder, this guy is called Radio Free Tom on Twitter. He's a, his name is Tom Nichols, professor, author of Our Own Worst Enemy, curmudgeon, cat guy, democracy enthusiast, defender of experts. This is this guy's, and he's a writer, contributing writer at The Atlantic, and he's from ri- Rhode Island. This guy, he's a liberal. He, he appears on like ta- cable news shows and stuff like that wrote a book about the assault from within on modern democracy. It's not a democracy, scumbag. He tweeted this. The people who are assuring me, this is a college professor, mind you, that I am completely out of my lane by thinking Kyle Rittenhouse broke the law seem to forget that a bunch of legal-type law-talking guys who work for the state of Wisconsin are pretty sure he committed a series of felonies, including murder. And he's referring to the prosecutors. Referring to this, the prosecutors who are accusing Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse of murder. Who killed nobody but those who were attacking him. Unprovoked attacking him, by the way. Totally unprovoked. What a scumbag, huh? So the publisher Twitter, moving on from this sick professor, Tom Nichols. The publisher called Twitter, they pretend like they are a They, uh, a platform. You can tweet a little bit on a tight leash. You may get banned, and likely many of you have, because the mainstream media and a lot of social media establishment do not support freedom of speech, nor does the federal government, such as Amy Berman Jackson, who's who's preventing a guy from even watching Fox News. Give me a break. They're mad. The judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial says lawyers cannot call the two people he killed Victims, because they're not victims. It has not been established that they are victims of any crime. It is quite clear from the video evidence that they were attacking him. Fox News reported it. Prosecutors can't call the wounded man or the wounded man, because there was a man who was wounded, a victim during the upcoming trial. The judge ruled. It's pre-trial hearings, right? And the replies to the news updates from these, from this, Uh, Twitter-published thread of tweets. They can be called rioters and looters, but not victims. And they can be called rioters and looters if evidence is shown that they were, in fact, rioters and looters and whatever else. They were indeed rioting. The guys all, shoot me inward. (laughs) Rosenbaum, I told you about that yesterday. And you've heard about it many times. Ridiculously, they include a phony Trayvon Martin versus Kyle Rittenhouse comparison by AJ Plus, at, which is Al Jazeera Plus. It's a Qatari propaganda. They're scum of the earth. They also shit. Yeah, there it is. Uh, they, they highlight this Curtis Carpenter s- dummy who says, Trayvon Martin holding a pack of Skittles In his own neighborhood, equals thug. Kyle Rittenhouse holding an AR-15 in another state, equals hero. And indeed, yes. Yes. Trayvon Martin was a thug. And Kyle Rittenhouse was a hero that night. He protected a uh, gas station and that community and himself, quite aptly. Trayvon Martin, aggressive, uh, suspended from school for fighting, I think I heard. He was, uh, he was, uh, evidence shows that he was the one who confronted, uh, George Zimmerman, not the other way around. At least that was the hearsay from his own girlfriend. I believe Trayvon threw the first punch, says Cupcake. Trayvon's girlfriend. Surviving girlfriend. Right? Ridiculous. And they, uh, <laughs> the, the, um... This Twitter publisher. They're far-left publishers. Enemies of America. Didn't Trayvon have pictures with an illegal gun? <laughs> he, I know he had a pistol. He took pictures with a pistol and smoking pot, being a, being, calling himself uh, N-word something something on Twitter. His Twitter handle was like, No Limit N-word Gah. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> but we keep a clean thing here. Yeah, Trayvon was a thug. George Zimmerman defended himself from Trayvon Martin. But no, they don't care, they don't care about due process for the white man. Uh, they included this New York Slimes article by this guy named Charles Homans over in this, about the uh, January 6th, no, not the January, Kyle Rittenhouse thing. It was called Kyle Rittenhouse and the New Era of political violence. The New York Times uh, magazine article, something like that. Kyle Rittenhouse in the new era of political violence. And they're talking about how Madison Cawthorn or somebody like that, who is a elected representative, he's the wheelchair-bound guy, he turned out to be a total rhino, neocon type of a guy. He's a young man, young, like, 24, 23-year-old, like, Chad-looking guy, but no. No. Uh, this guy was... He he turned out to be a rhino. But anyway, he said something like, oh, I think it was him. They, they've they quoted different people saying, oh, carry your guns, become monsters. Ra- Mothers, raise your boys to be monsters. Be tough. Because we have a weakness among men. And especially... <laughs> especially... Uh, Conservative men, conservative boys, little conservative kids. They grew up in like these nicey, nice Christian homes, all quiet. This guy is acting like it's the right wingers who are the violent ones. When we plainly just look around, you see the blacks going crazy, black liberals. You see the Black Lives Matter going crazy, which is not just blacks. You see the Antifa people going crazy. It's sick. It's pretty sick. But this Charles Homans guy, I think I have a picture of him actually. Charles Ho- Homans inside of that, main, that New York Slimes folder. New York. Look at this guy. Is that a face you would trust? New York Times Magazine. And I looked at different. Uh, he's written for a bunch of different foreign policy and others. This guy. He wrote back in 2016, I just wanted to see what type of an honest person, reporter, whatever this guy thinks that he is. He wrote about back in November 1st, 2016, the normalization of Trump and what comes after. And they wrote, the editor or he wrote, the candidate Trump, because this was before Trump got elected the first time, has brought views that used to be unthinkable to the main stage of American politics. Is the damage permanent? Isn't that shocking that Trump brought views like nationalism, uh, not being for abortion, punishing the women. That would have been nice. I wish he would have stood by that one. Punishing the women who get abortions. Uh, A bunch of other things. Um, Closing the border, building the wall, Mexico paying for it. All things that he sought to do, too, by the way. And that's unthinkable? It used to be the norm. That used to be the norm until the last 70 years or 100 years or whatever. And then we just got... I hate to use that. I keep... Hey, kind of hate to keep on using that word. Uh, we got... Clowned. I want to use a different C word. But that I have been using, but I, I just... I hate to keep on using it. We got clowned. And Just turned into a clown world. What a shame So if you want the real story if you're not already familiar with the real story this guy John Dutoit on Twitter tweeted Since people are arguing about Kyle Rittenhouse again a good summary of what happened can be found on true legend films and Lauren Southern's excellent documentary on called crossfire Interesting, huh hard to argue against it being a clear-cut case of self-defense Um, I saw Matt, the American, saying that Kyle Rittenhouse will walk free. I hope so. We don't live in a just world. So, I hope so. I mean, it's if there's any sense of... If you look at the Twitter responses, though, there's just endless people calling him a murderer based on nothing. So that's LaurenSouthern.net. She's been on the JLP show before slash crossfire hyphen movie lauren southern.net slash crossfire hyphen movie it may be more than just that it may cover more than just the kyle rittenhouse situation i would think so but it does cover that as well and i saw a few minutes of it on twitter people were putting up uh clips from it and it has these people like uh our friend what's his name slightly offensive Schaefer, Elijah Schaefer, he's like crying over it because he watched that guy die, the first guy Rosenbaum, and he admitted, "Oh, maybe he is a child predator or something." But this guy, it was rough. And then uh, it also has that. What's that guy's name? Jack Posobiec, whom I mentioned yesterday, over there. So, and it has the footage. Is so plain, it's ridiculous that they're even pretending that they can charge this guy. Shows you that lawyers, prosecutors, indeed, they too are scumbags. Do you know who else was a prosecutor? Uh, who's the, who was the Attorney General of California, and now she's the Vice President? Ca- cackling Kamala Harris! She was a prosecutor! Shows you, you can't trust these people. Anyway, I have gotta get to some calls, guys. You can call in, 888-775-3773. Let me get to Luke in Washington. He wants to talk about the January 6th hypocrisy. What's up, Luke? Hey, Hank. How's it going, man? I'm a big, big fan, and this is my second time calling in. I called in a
2: month or two before uh, Chop Chaz.
0: Oh, okay. And that was was Chop Chaz. That's where Antifa Black Lives Matter went into a portion of Seattle, blocked it off, and took and, uh, took over including a police precinct, right?
2: That, that is very close to, to the whole thing. Um, I was living in Kitty Corner uh, to the East Precinct there in Seattle, and I was living there like a year before that happened to a little bit after they, they took it back. Wow. And it was, in my opinion, it was one of those things where it was totally allowed to happen. It was totally... Yeah. Because the, the, the amount of National Guard that they had there hanging out before, before it was taken, I'm doing air quotes... Was ridiculous. Uh-huh. Just lines and lines of, and, and so much equipment. It was kind of like when you let a little kid uh, like swing at you and pretend to fall down. That's totally what it was. And the amount of the amount of propaganda and just all the speakers and the constant chanting. It like it almost snapped. It was, it was ridiculous. Like one of the first nights that they that they had taken it. uh like, they were chanting to, like, 4 in the morning. It was just ridiculous. But wow. I won't go off on, story, on specific stories about shop Chaz. But like, that was really gnarly and stuff. Yeah. But the ridiculous thing to me, the main point that I wanted to call about is people got killed. A guy got shot. Right. I didn't know that there—I was literally, hey, like, I was there skateboarding in the, um, <laughs> the uh, tennis court because I was down below my apartment. I was there with some buddies. And I wouldn't have, one of my buddies wanted to go up there. I'm like, yeah, that's not all it's cracked up to be because I was living in that area. And it's like, yeah, up in my apartment or my ex's apartment. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, another buddy showed up and we're skating and having a great time. in here. pop, 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 and, and wow. just hit the deck, you know. And, and uh, some guy was skating around. And he's like, oh, it's just fireworks. It's it was not just fireworks. Yeah. I've seen him run off of that poor kid. That was the second shooting of the day. If I had known there was a first, <laughs> I wouldn't have been wouldn't out have, there in uh, the first place, up. huh? Yeah, I would have just went straight to my apartment and crashed out. Like posted up in there, but the the my main point is that they gave that guy that Raz King of Chaz guy. They gave him a grip of money, and then you had Kishanwa. They didn't really. I I don't know that. Who are the these economy, people that I you're naming?
0: You're naming people who were sort of quote unquote in charge in that Chaz yeah, thing. want
2: Sawant, Kashana Sawant. You remember hers? The, no, the one that. She married like a some Microsoft executive guy. Okay, and she was like city council in Seattle. She's that Indian woman.
0: Oh, okay. I, that no, that good. sort of rings a bell. I it's kind of coming back. Yeah, okay. A she, psycho woman. She is yeah. a
2: Bolshevik. She is a Bolshevik, and there was guys on the street corner before she uh, got elected or whatever reelected. Yeah. And and I was like, Isn't she uh isn't she openly a Bolshev- Bolshevik? And she's like, Partly, and I am too proudly. I'm like, uh, you know it's illegal to promote communism in the United States? And he laughed and I was like, No, I'm not joking, nineteen fifty four, it up <laughs> the law, it's on the books. But no, that was that was just it was horribly traumatic. It was an awful experience and I'm thankful to God for making it through that chop chess crap and not getting killed. Wow. And 'cause I like I didn't I didn't play along weather crap and uh and uh, sometimes they, I I got into an argument over conquered versus stolen. And uh, some, some chick, this is really disturbing. She uh, she pulled out a gun, their little security guard, I guess, when I was arguing with them right before going to my apartment because I'd kind of been arguing on the way up the hill. Yeah. And they're like, no, put it away. The whole world's watching. As if to say, they, dude, if they could have gotten away with it, they would have effing killed me. Wow. Like it's, it's, I, I've never, uh, dude, I'm more anti-communist than a certain painter. That popular from you know the early you know 30s, 40s. Uh-huh. but I really this has gotten me just very very uh, militantly against the new world order and that totalitarian. The, yeah. the you know, the, and you know what? You know, I don't have to tell you. I'm preaching. You you know what's going on. But the thing about it is they're dropping the hammer so hard on the people from the six. And I talked to uh, right. I talked to a to a guy. Because I went to the no protest uh, a week or so ago in Seattle, and that was really great. I Had a really good response and, and marched around. It was really cool. They had barely an Antifa presence, so it was, it was nice. And uh, that Rufio, Rufio Panman, which is you know named, but the guy's name is Ethan. He's locked up in the federal detention center there, like uh, half an hour from Seattle, about an hour and a half from where I'm at right now. And so I really think it would be great. Anybody hearing this, if you get a chance to go and peacefully, you know, need to need to make it known that, that we want those people out, that that's not right. And uh, that they shouldn't be in there. I mean, if I remember correctly. Where are you telling people? to? to
0: the, you're telling people to go where?
2: I if, didn't catch if that. If they get a chance, if there's, if there's a peaceful protest, the federal detention center. If oh. I'm not mistaken, it's CTAC.
0: Okay, there's a federal detention center there? you think that that yeah, would do it's, anything
2: it, 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 it's, if there's a, if there's a just just to make it known that that they want them out that they'll realize that they're in there I mean I, maybe, so you well, went, maybe it so walked. you
0: went to a protest there and there was no antifa there you're saying
2: no no I, I, in Seattle, I went to the city hall because they had a no vast mandate protest uh-huh. the day that it was supposed to go in and become uh, like a, a mandate the day that like all the cops and the people well, not all but a lot of cops and various city workers and stuff walked out, yeah. Uh, that was the day I went to, uh, uh, went to the City Hall. Uh, there were a few speakers, one of my buddies that I had not seen in a long time. He was really, really smart. little, little short guy with a megaphone, uh, always yelling at uh, the Gates Foundation and stuff. And, uh, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and that was really cool. Lots of new faces, but, yeah, very minimal Antifa presence. At the very end, they were marching along, and a huh. guy ho- hoisted a baseball, or had a baseball bat, but I hoisted my skateboard up, and the baseball bat went away, and they were, you know. It, they How just, old uh, are they you? From Forty. Me, me okay. And me are the same age.
0: Okay. But, Interesting, man. But uh,
2: basically, the what I was trying to get across is just like that—that uh, that guy. Those. I think I remember on the sixth seeing footage of police moving gates and waving people along. I may be wrong, but if I remember correctly, I think there was some footage like. Yeah, that. there's like there's very, definite
0: there's definite shenanigans and bad actors.
2: Yeah. For sure. And and I I just I really feel like people just, you know, do I, I need to get into trying the silent prayer. I haven't tried it yet. And I've been meaning
0: to. Oh yeah, but, definitely uh, do. Definitely I really do. Cuz you don't Every, you're up in you're up in the danger zone as well. Seattle's yeah. no joke as you well know. I, I moved back uh, I moved don't want back to be... home
2: to my the little city that I live in and it's it's nice and it's pretty, pretty based. <laughs> okay. And whatnot, but There's, there's definitely everywhere you can't get away from it. There is that liberal uh, army influence that they're trying to. So even here, it's like to try to keep people like there's a small group of people that, you know, are for taking back the county and stuff and, and they get persecuted on Facebook and everything. It's not, but anyhow, I don't want to, I don't wanna I I appreciate it, Luke. Don't worry about Um, it. It was really great. Great talking to you. And, um, you know, shout out to you guys and, and, uh, you know, Asmor and all everybody that's you know, that's rad that's doing
0: it, you know. Nice. Right on, man. Take care. <laughs> you too. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> I got some super chats to read, guys. Uh, Ragnar0321 caught it when I read that letter by that January 6th protester who uh, allegedly stole a radio and badge from Officer Michael Fanone, that simp guy. He actually said, build back better at the end of his letter. Yeah, it's a communist buzzword. That's what Joe Biden has been saying and a bunch of the globalist socialists have been saying. Asmador gave a super chat over on odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report slash live. Up in Kenosha, that's where I long to be, protecting gas stations with commandos next to me. I think this is a song. A comrade on me left, hey. Aye, another on me right, and another mag of ammo for me little Armalite. <laughs> nice. I don't know exactly how that song goes, but it, sa- it sounds so familiar, like a pirate's, like a pirate's life for me. I don't know, am not sure. Nice. Yeah, Asmodore got a shout out from that caller. Elijah Schaefer, not a Christian? Really? Well, he's definitely, <laughs> uh, he's interesting, interesting. Uh, someone gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hake report. Dear Mike Pence, the 80s are calling and they would like their Dan Quayle back. <laughs> Thank you, someone over there on, on Streamlabs. And that's a reference to sleazy Mike Pence. Well, man, I don't want to call him sleazy. Weak, somewhat weak, Mike Pence. I liked how he handled cackling Kamala Harris in that debate. I was pleasantly surprised that he just manhandled and steamrolled her. That was cool. And I, um, I appreciate that he he stood quietly next to Trump and stood by him for most of the time. And he sought to stand by Trump continually, but then he made a mistake, a classic mistake, calling a friend. He called Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle was the vice president, I- you guys told me it was under Bush. Which, apparently I think you're right. Because it was George Bush the daddy, who was vice president under Reagan. So, Dan- must have been Dan Quayle who was vice president under Bush the daddy. In the 80s. I was in like second grade. Well actually it was, yeah. And beyond. And then, uh... Mike Pence. A fellow Indiana politician called him for advice, saying, Is there any way I can do this? Pence, you're a grown man. <laughs> you, can, you can stand by Trump. It's okay. But no, he didn't. He couldn't, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Hydro gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Thank you, man. And he says, the fact that they released this guy, based on his political affiliation, is evidence they are political prisoners. And some say, that's not based on his political association, affiliation, it's based on him protecting himself from, oh, I remembered what I wanted to get to from this uh, January 6th thing. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Ooh. Okay, this is going back to the January 6th witch hunt. Jordan Fisher is the reporter, investigative reporter at WUSA9 covering the Capitol riot. Editor of Capitol Breach, a newsletter tracking all of the January 6th fallout. And so people say, oh, he's a, he is a uh, lackey. I, don't, I haven't seen that word specifically, but that's what he is. He's kissing up to the mainstream media. So, oh, um, okay, Thomas Sibick's attorney says he was one person before 2016 and one person afterward. Says he went out to Utah to find himself and then came back and started school, got his MBA, Masters in Business Association. By 2019, he was a changed person, decided he needed to settle down, buckle down. He was on track to finally grow up, says Thomas Sibick's attorney about his supposed change after 2016. Responding to Judge Amy Berman Jackson, Obama judge, not a Christian. Married to a black, I think. Would you Google for me Amy Berman Jackson husband? Just because I keep on saying this, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I want to see if we have a picture of her husband. (laughs) And we get a picture of her, too, while you're at it, if you don't mind. And if you do mind. His mental process has changed a lot, Brenwald says. I'm not saying he's a liberal. I'm not saying he's an Elizabeth Warren fan, but his mindset has changed so much that he had to get out of that unit. Listen to this. Brenwald says, Brenwald being the, I think, the attorney, right, for uh, Thomas Sibick, this Capitol protester, says Capitol riot defendants being detained together in D.C. jail are, quote unquote, radicalizing. Listen to this. Says he's heard them singing the Star Spangled Banner, which they do every night at nine. That's radicalizing. It was almost cult-like. Referring to this story on vice.com, capital rioters in jail's patriot wing have held rituals and have a growing fan base. Experts worry the lack of de-radicalization efforts in jail, meaning re-education. Communist re-education camps. Ever heard of them? That's what they're doing. That's when they do sensitivity training. Same... I almost cussed. Same thing. Tess Owen. Uh almost cult-like to seeing the Star-Spangled Banner at 9pm. They're trying to keep their their spirits up and these people are calling them a cult. Being respectable people. Do you have those pictures? A- a- Amy Berman Jackson and her husband? <laughs> Did you find any? Yeah. Amy Berman Jackson and Obama judge in charge, Fox guarding the hen house. Why is she- shouldn't she recuse herself? She's such a liberal. She should recuse herself from even being a judge. She's a woman, first of all. And then she's a liberal woman, second of all. And she's not even a Christian, third of all. And then she's married to a black. Uh, and she was appointed by Obama. I think she's married to a black. <laughs> Who's also probably a lawyer slash liar. Man, these people are so corrupt. Or am I wrong? Am I wrong? Maybe, it's, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. I got a screenshot this, too. (laughs) They have the picture of the, uh, of the noose. Remember I argued with old Earl? Is Earl still alive? I don't know. But, uh, I was arguing with Earl about this thing that was supposed to- supposedly- uh, this terrible thing. A noose. A gallows. I just dragged a screenshot into the main folder, uh, with this gallows. So, do you have it ready? Uh, not one of the guys. Oh, not one of the guy. Okay. Amy Berman Jackson. I thought that I saw it. He's black. He is black. Yeah. Confirmed? <laughs> oh, Daryl Jackson. There he is. That's it, right? Daryl Jackson. D-A-R-R-Y-L. Sorry, right, here's one. Are you being... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's her husband. This is the white... White Jewish judge, her her husband Daryl Jackson, and he uh, he himself, uh, so called so called Republican political appointee. But no, he's establishment, and this Amy Berman Jackson appointed by Barack Obama. Oh, sh- she divorced him in 2013, so I does that count? Married in 1989, divorced in 2013. That didn't last long, she's a feminist, apparently. My bad. But, no, she was married to him. Once married, always married, right? Two kids. Including a guy named Matt. Matt Jackson, a Jeopardy! contestant. 29 years old. But look at this woman. Don't be fooled by that smile. Don't be fooled by that fair skin. Anyway, thanks a lot for, uh, exposing how evil you are. Ooh, I am shiny today. My, uh, forehead is pretty shiny. Crazy, huh? Crazy. It's an attack on real Americans. Let me get- thank you guys for the super chats. Let me just double check here. Hydro, appreciate that, man. Oh, Brandon M. says, rest in peace, Earl. Hey, you complain about being hot, but Earl can't turn on his AC," says Brandon M. "Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I cannot confirm or say it's not true. I don't know why I put call for that. Anyway, guys, um Oh, did you see that screenshot of the gallows? Screenshot in the main folder of the gallows. Real quick. Brenwald says, The Capitol riot defendants being detained together in the D.C. jail are radicalizing. This is a tweet from Jordan Fisher. But it has a picture of this gallows with the Capitol in the, in the Capitol building in the middle. The gallows is a place where you, where you hang a man, a convicted criminal, but... This is a fake gallows, cause you see these people... Like... You see this gallows... This gallows couldn't hang a... They couldn't hang a child! That's an art project. This is a piece of art. It's just an art display. They're pretending that that thing was an, a sign of violence. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you have actual psycho people attacking- physically attacking real Americans. And Whites. When I say and Whites, I mean like, like Richard Spencer got physically attacked, too. And I say that, I distinguish him from real Americans just because, I mean, he's, he's a Biden supporter. <laughs> he's given up on America, he thinks that it's just, just Whites now. But I don't think we need to give up for, uh, on America. I don't think so. I'm gonna to get to the attack on free speech, which is this attack on Facebook, um, which Facebook is not for free speech, but the, main, the mainstream media and the politicians are even less for that. But first, let me get to, I hung up on Jeremiah when he was about to say this, on Jeremiah from Louisiana, because he calls in about every, he talks about every other thing, but what, what he claims to talk about, wanna talk about. What's up, Jeremiah, in Louisiana? <laughs>
3: How? Okay, anyways, what's going on? Um, I'm just going to get straight to the point since you don't want me to say nothing else. Do you know why this country is falling like it is?
0: Yes. Why? Because men are not men anymore, including and what you. What is a man, Hank? A man. What is a man? A man, I love JLP's definition, is a man who loves what's right. No,
3: no,
0: no! I want your definition. I want JLP definition. I want I, your I'm, definition. Ha- I'm hanging on to, I'm grabbing on to JLP's definition, and I'm holding on to that one for sure, because he so seems to be correct. Job. So you on his job? Okay. <clears throat> don't well, like say it like that. Don't, the say, the don't, say, don't be vulgar, Jeremiah. Don't be vulgar, is. Jeremiah. I'm putting you on hold. I put him on hold <laughs> because we need some order, and I like a little bit of disorder. But we need some order. Isn't it kind of nice when? I put him on hold and you have some peace and quiet. As JLP says, because JLP is right about this, a man is a man who loves what what's right, loves God with all his heart and soul and might, along with nothing else, and loves his neighbor as himself. And that's a man of courage. And love is not this phony love that Jeremiah thinks he has for his fellow Israelites, or that you think you have for your girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Or OK thinks that he has for his okay being the guy I'm about to play in about 10 minutes— for his girlfriend or (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Love is loving what's right. So, uh, and men don't think that they're Israelites when they're not Israelites. They don't hold on to this physical identity when they're spiritually lost and thinking that they're humble. (laughs) Uh, so that's part of—and then there's, of course, that applies to all the races in America. Um, so Jeremiah, did you hear my answer? I, nah, I couldn't really, cause you was
3: kinda low, but, uh...
0: Oh, am I low? I kinda heard
3: it. I guess, you, I, I, guess I heard what you said, you just... Can like you repeat you back a, repeat back JLP. what I said? In... You said you like to speak back off a of JLP, a man is somebody that's about love, and, uh, uh, uh... You
0: got you know, it. I guess You got it. A man who's about love. A man is a man who's about love, not just somebody who's about love cuz that's what a real woman is. Okay. a real woman is a woman who's about love. That's why I call a lot of these people females.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so anyway, so uh, what kind of oh, oh my
3: god. Okay, anyway, a man from what I from what I can tell is a man that's about law and order. And then, yeah, that's that's, that's not, a big
0: part of it. That's what y- that's why Trump is a man. Me, me that's why JLP is a man. So, so that's why this, this, Sheriff this, Joe this, Arpaio this, is a man. What, what is,
3: this, why, this is why America's falling. Y'all ain't about law and order. How come you don't? Y'all are...
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we are. The
3: masses. The masses. Speak the masses for yourself. Right. The masses. Speak now, for the masses Are going to a road of destruction. You are part right. of the masses, sir.
0: Oh, okay, sir. It's
3: only going to be a remnant. It's <laughs> going. It's only going to be a remnant that say one third is going to be saved. Two thirds, which is the masses, is going straight to hell. That's nice. where you're going, Hank. Okay. y'all aren't about law and order. Y'all about hypocrisy.
0: It's, yeah. Okay.
3: This nation is a hypocrisy. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. All right. And you are going to slavery. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you keep hanging up on me. That's not gonna do. I can I can call anytime I want, Hank. That's not gonna. That can't stop. That doesn't stop.
0: Nothing. Oh, Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad that like, you feel feelings. such a get need the, to minister just, to the white man. You know, <laughs>
3: because you don't like the truth, somebody on your on, and your audience might like the truth. Get out your feelings. You are in the, your the one who's in your that's feelings, like buddy. Your feelings. You, are, you are a female, Hank.
0: Yeah. That's why you keep calling my show. You can't
3: quit me because I can't. <laughs> it's, it's a free country, right? I like, I like, I like to get under your skin because I know, I know the truth hurts you. That's you why like I, that's to get, get under people's skin. skin. I like to get under eat of my skin because I know that it, it, it makes see. You it, it are controlled. Blood you blood are boils.
0: controlled by it the whites. Makes boil, don't you? It makes your blood boil. You right? are controlled by the whites, Jeremiah. I'm not controlled. Yeah, by Yeah, you no are. Whites. You're controlled by your hatred your for the whites. Skin. You want and to get I them mad
3: because that's all y'all been trying to do to us for the past 400 years are you aware that's the past a, 400 you years
0: and to this date <laughs> you
1: know
3: your are is still fighting
0: to this day. yeah is that your brother is that your, bro- is that your black brother Deontay Wilder yeah. Deont- <laughs> now you want to talk about Deontay Wilder <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is as a matter of fact did you know yeah. that that's a sign of anger Jeremiah what that's not a sign of humility. What what's a sign of anger? You said you're very you said you're very humble, right? Right? Right. But a sign of anger is wanting to get under people's skin who've been getting under your skin for the we past my 400 my years. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Who what even lives 400 saying? years you, you besides you, you Jesse Lee Peterson, it, it, Enoch, now, that, that, it, it, uh, Adam, uh maybe Noah? <laughs> And Elijah. Elijah never died. He went up into heaven in a chariot of fire. Listen, listen,
3: listen. listen Who what I'm about to tell
0: you. Did you know that that's I I a sign of anger that you want to make other people angry because when, you're angry?
3: I, look, listen to what I said. When I want to answer my question,
0: first, before you say that, I will let I you say that. No, 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 answer my question. Did you know that it's a sign of anger that you want to spread your anger to the white man whom you hate? who you think has been getting under your skin for 400 years.
3: You are my enemy. That's lawful. I, if I was saying that to my brother... Oh, it's, I was oh, it's lawful to, uh, to get was, under your skin, under people's then skin. Then I would be the wrong. But
0: since you... It's lawful. It's lawful to, to get right. under people's skin. So it's lawful it is anger. It's
3: completely right to be you he, this skin. Is it lawful anger? It's your kingdom right now. It's your kingdom. You're supposed to be living it up. Is it lawful I, anger? I'm like I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. You're my enemy. Of is course it, I'm is it to, lawful I, of course anger? Of course I'm going to want to rip your heart out because of how, you, <laughs> how your people have done psycho. my people.
0: Jeremiah, you shouldn't of do, that. I want to
3: do
0: that. Jeremiah, you're not being humble.
3: How is that not? Just because I want to rip your heart out, Hank, that's not humble?
0: You, you honestly you shouldn't. You humble? honestly shouldn't repeat that. You don't think it's just because I want to rip your... (laughs) What a psycho. (laughs) Careful, James. He's trying to groom you. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Man, what a psycho. Not good. That's the problem with a lot of the black Hebrew Israelites. That psycho anger. It keeps them a little bit more contained than the the full-blown thugs, I guess. Maybe. They just speak pure hate. (laughs) Riptide Rick is laughing. Come get my heart, punk. Don't, don't bait him, man. (laughs) Don't bait him. Oh, man. Terrible. Not a good thing. He thinks that that's lawful. Uh, let me get to Derek, a first-time caller in Virginia. Derek, how are you doing?
4: doing fine,
0: Hey, How are you doing? Doing fine, too? You're sounding kind of far off, and you use a speakerphone or something?
4: No, why?
0: Because uh, it's coming in a little rough. You sound like you're... I'm
4: sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm inside of a building, and oh, okay. uh, a secure building. Is, uh, I, I work for the government, so... Dope. Um, then my... Don't we all? My, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. It's good uh, to hear from you, man. I think I can understand you. Go ahead.
4: I just want to say, uh, you're, you're a breath of fresh air as far as your thinking, as far as your attitudes towards life, and, uh, uh, we need more people like you And just just speak the truth.
0: I appreciate that, and, man. That's uh, kind of you.
4: It, it, it's, it's a shame that people like you get banned and shadow banned on uh, social websites. And, um, you know, it's, it just puts another myth into the uh, problems that are of our lives. It's just that we need more people to speak the truth, and
0: then, when you do speak the truth, they, they block you. You know, man, uh, don't be dismayed at what's going on with the censorship. Um, I think people know, I think people do recognize the truth, and it's not, and yes, it is good to have more people on air than not who are telling the truth, but it's, it's even better this is something JLP said, and I and I am happy to repeat the true things. I mean, he said everything he said is true, pretty, pretty much. I think uh, your life is your platform, and that is more important by far than uh, than these platforms that reach a lot of people. When you're living right, that's more powerful. So for sure, well, we need. We, once, that's what we well, need more please. than. Thanks. Go ahead. You
4: know, one other person that uh, one other person that I uh, was listening to and he was banned uh, was uh, Colin Colin Flaherty
0: Colin Flaherty great and, man uh,
4: yeah he's uh, he's, he's uh, I don't know what I, I think he's really sick I'm not sure what it
0: yeah seen, is, uh, I know that he's right a now. little bit active on Twitter I've seen him liking tweets so we were just wondering about him this morning. Cause he was big on YouTube and he would have to rebuild channel after channel after channel cause they would ban him for just reporting, uh, straight news about black on white crime, black mob violence, black on Asian, black on, uh, black on, um, handicapped, old people, all kinds of stuff. And he would report that because it's, it's under-covered in the media, it's denial, deceit, and delusion as he says. And uh, he eventually went to Minds.com dot com slash Colin Flaherty. Colin You can always go to. He's on Twitter at Colin, Flaher- Colin Flaherty. And yeah, he does seem like he uh, has been. I know he, he was in the hospital at one point. The last
4: time I, the last, the last time I, I've seen him on online, he lost a lot of weight. Okay. I don't know if you've seen him.
0: I, I have, have not seen him
4: uh, lately. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm praying for him. I hope he's okay. And, you know, I hope that he can go on because there's no other, uh, other than you and, uh, Mr. Peterson, I I don't listen to anybody else. I, you know, uh, it's like everybody that I want to listen to and they were talk, speaking the truth, uh, have been
0: kicked off of YouTube. You don't have to just stick yeah. with YouTube, man. You can go to Odyssey, O D Y S E E dot com. Telegram. Uh,
4: I've, I've, ever since uh, Jesse talked about Odyssey, I've, I've been going to Odyssey also. Nice, cool, man. Uh, but you know, I I, I, I want to ask you one question. One okay uh, question about um, Mike Lindell.
0: Yeah, what the my pillow you guy. You
4: think about yeah. What do you think about him?
0: I really don't think much either way. I love that he loves Trump. I like that he's a Christian. I don't know, um, much else. I couldn't say if he is wise and, uh, uh, really doing it all right or not. I think that he's—I love that he's really concerned about what's going on in the country. And uh, those three things, I can say for sure. Uh, at times, he does seem. Uh, are you guys off. for
4: him, or are you guys for him, or you and Jesse? Are you for him? You, you know, basically want to help him, or is he? Is he just like? Uh,
0: I don't know if he wants he, our help. I don't know if he needs any help, but we're we're we we like him. He's a, he put built his life together and built his own business after being a drug addict. And, um, at times, I look at him and he seems a, like maybe he's a little off. You know, sometimes people can get yeah. driven crazy. People people go a little crazy, which, uh, in the past, I, I myself have gone a little crazy at what's going on, right? So, uh, but, I don't hold that against hey, him. You
4: know, you, hey, you know what? If it's true, uh, I don't even know. You know go- uh, going crazy is one thing but going uh evil is another.
0: <laughs> oh, do you think he's gone I evil?
4: no, uh, a lot of other people I've, I've oh, okay. known yeah, yeah. that have gone from being normal or, or being somewhat you know conservative and then turning turning the page and they've gone you know against Cons- uh, conservative,
0: but uh, but to clarify, views. you haven't seen the My Pillow guy do that at all, have you?
4: Uh, you know what he's doing right now, right? Like, I know, have no the, idea. Uh, uh, you know the FrankSpeech uh, uh, website.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. FrankSpeech. That's I, cool. I wasn't,
4: I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna say that, but okay, uh, yeah. No, like, I, I mean, I signed okay. up
0: for it, but then I, I um, haven't really checked it out since I signed up for it, and I. Uh, I texted I stop too because I kept on getting s- s- texts about what they're tweeting, you know, advertisements and what they're talking about. Sometimes they have some interesting people on, but I just don't have the time to deal with it.
4: Well, I, I get, I have gotten so many uh, discounts on my pillow products,
0: right? And uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: you know, I, I've been, I've been buying my pillow products because I, you know, he said, he has said that he's lost business.
0: Oh, okay, because cool.
4: Because he's. Uh, his relationship with, uh...
0: Supporting Trump. Trump, yeah.
4: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I like to help conservative people, or conservative, uh... But it's hard to... I wouldn't say judge, but it's hard to find, know who is really conservative these days.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah you don't want to just throw your money at, at any old person, that's for sure. Just because they say something... Yeah, Exciting! A wise, I mean, once, just, a wise man once. A wise man once said, "Don't think too highly yeah, of somebody who who impresses you, nor too lowly of somebody who impresses you negatively." Yeah, that is a nice thing. Yeah, I, it's, it, thing. it's not exactly the wording, but that's the message, and it's a great message. Yeah, I remember. Yes. I remember on Facebook, I was pretty young. Well, not that young. But I saw Lindsey Graham said something that sounded reasonable and I was like all excited. Ooh, who's this Lindsey Graham guy? And it turned out he's a total rhino, you know? So, that's where I learned my lesson.
4: (laughs) Trump has gone through that too. Trump has trusted a lot of uh, conservatives and uh, they have turned around and stabbed him in the back. And that's that's why, you know, I, I don't know who you can trust anymore. It's like, One day they're with the conservative movement, and the next day they turn around and are voting for Democrats to uh, destroy our country or ruling or not even saying anything.
0: I think that's why, uh, that's partly why I love JLP's message of uh, knowing yourself and um, watching yourself. And when you uh, something happens where it's like you can see through people, you can see through their phoniness. I don't know what it is, I don't know how some people can't see that fo- the phoniness of, for example, like, Obama. That's an example of phoniness of so the mainstream media and this, that letter that I read to you that was so phony. Um, and the guy, I, I can't really hold it against the guy, I don't know, maybe he's just desperate to get out of jail. Maybe I would do the same thing. (laughs) Say, oh, Trump is terrible. He needs to get out of society. Go away. (laughs) Just to get out of jail, you know? But, uh, and then I'd be like, just kidding. I didn't mean it a year later. I don't know. But, but you can see that that sentiment that he expressed is just completely fake. But the, the fake news media loves the fake people, the fake politicians. That's why they hated the real guy, Trump. And they hate real guy, Jesse Lee Peterson. They hate anybody who's remotely real, they're going after Paul Gosar and Mo Brooks. And I'm not saying those people are real, but they're a semblance of something that's something that's real. They they at least pretend to love what's real. And so they hate anything that's remotely that. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm, Derek...
4: I'm really, I'm really sorry that you're being, uh, you know, attacked by um, I don't know
0: what Type of people are calling into your. Oh, don't even <laughs> worry about that, man. Don't feel sorry yeah, for me.
4: <laughs> uh, no, I'm not feeling sorry for you. I feel sorry for us
0: because. Oh. Uh, no, this is because. Uh, in which way you are you a Christian? It, I look at it as yes. You know that. I'm, I'm... You know that the Bible says stuff like expect this to happen. We're, be yeah. uh, be joyful in in suffering and stuff like that.
4: Yeah, but you, you, as you're being attacked, I feel like I'm being attacked.
0: I know what you because, mean. And in a you sense, know, you it's, are. It's that, not, the attack on Trump is the attack on real American people. It's, exactly. it's an attack on, on, on you guys. Uh, but, it's, exactly. but it's not to be taken personally. As, as JLP says, as i repeated for like the fifth, sixth, seventh time, uh, it's a spiritual battle. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not personal. It's not something to get upset about. Thank you, man. Have faith, caller. As Joshua, everything says.
4: Well, uh, you know, I again um, keep up the good good work, and uh, you know, I I'm I'm listening to you, and you know, I I'm calling from time to time because thank you. you know, a lot of things you say because you're, the truth that you speak is a prep of fresh air because out of all the news and uh you know or fake news i should say that's out there you know i know i I can listen to your show and i can get an update on what's going on
0: cool man i can
4: you know i can you know i can say that you know you will not put a you know a curveball to it (laughs) before you uh hash it out to uh you know, people
0: listen to you. So nice. I, man.
4: Fake. And, well, I, and I appreciate that. Well I appreciate, I appreciate you, that. Derek.
0: Thank you, man. Thank and you. be a continue All to right. be a light in a dark place <laughs> working for the government. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. thank, thank you. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Wasn't that nice. I'll get to more of your super chats, guys. Uh, but first it is almost twelve after here in Los Angeles, and I want to share with you a song from O.K., okay? And I don't care if you don't like it. (laughs) This track is from the 2008 uh, album on Absolutely Kosher Records by O.K., which is Marty Anderson. Um, He's the guy who's putting together these songs, or did. The The album is entitled, Huggable Dust, I know, whatever. And the track, this song is entitled Peaceful. Enjoy Peaceful by OK. And I'll be right back for the rest of hour two. Hang tight, guys. So good. So good. Am I right? <laughs> apologies for that. Uh, wasn't that nice, though? Wasn't that peaceful? This is the devil's music, says Absolute Death. I said, uh, I was starting to say apologies for the uh, dead air there. James, carefully maintain those weird CDs for us from the 90s. You ingrates. Thank you, nine or 3000. For real, Hake needs to fire his musical director. Director, that guy stinks at his job. <laughs> Garbage, says San Diego Varsity Sports, who also didn't like Slick Shoes as drummer. Did the CDC come? Did this CD come with an acid dose? No, no acid dose. We don't do drugs here. Drug-free class of '99. Used to be drug-free class of '2000. Uh, quick super chat, guys. Let me read this one from, um, Fabriettes. Fabriettes. Don't know if I'm supposed to roll my tongue when I say his his name. Apologies, Fabriettes. He says, free Kyle. Indeed. Free Kyle. It's ridiculous. It's an evil world. Am I right? Really evil world. Uh, but thank you, man. Appreciate the Super Chats. Guys, I want to talk about this Facebook, attack on Facebook, right? And, really, it's more than just attack on Facebook. The media is really against people who are Americans. They're against parents, they're against uh, Christians, whites, Definitely. Uh, Anybody who's a so-called minority who doesn't go along with this madness? Listen to this tweet from uh, Brian Stelter, the guy who has a high-pitched voice. (laughs) Hat tip to Mark Dice, fellow fan of JLP. Did you know that? Uh, (laughs) Brian Stelter tweeted, GOP's anti-media streak summarized And he gives this example. The governor of one of the biggest states in the USA, that'd be Florida, says citizens should assume news outlets are lying to them. My answer? Yes. My answer to Brian (laughs) Stelter's tweet. Brian Stelter also tweeted, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a regular on corporate media, shows like Maria Bartiromo's, which is Fox News or Fox Business, Maria Bartiromo, is she Italian? She's nice. Uh, Ron DeSantis says, We all know corporate media lies, okay? They do not tell the truth. Assume what they tell you is false and then figure out why they're, co- they're telling you a false narrative. It's kind of how I treated, you know, with the recession? 2008, 2009, I think 2008. They were saying... We're going into a recession. There's all this hype. I'm like, I'm not going to believe them just because they're saying it. I'm not saying that it's not true. It's just these people, they're not honest. And they don't tell us why it's happening, or, nor do they tell us the real solutions. They don't diagnose or have right, the right prescription or whatever to for the problem. Here is a... I saw this from recent The Fallen State, <laughs> The Fallen State guest, Michael Malice. You remember him? He was be- he's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show once before, too. He's this guy from New York. I think he's like Russian-Jewish, Live- grew up in New York, libertarian or something like that. Oh, no, he's an anarchist. <laughs> but not the Antifa type. fairly reasonable guy. He quote tweets this Politico scumbag named Joshua Zeitz. Joshua Zeitz on Twitter who is mocking anti-CRT, critical race theory, parents in this sarcastic thread. And he tweeted out this Joshua Zeitz guy. Z-E-I-T-Z. Probably not a Christian. Definitely not acting like one. As a parent who hasn't taken physics in over 25 years, I am deeply concerned by the physics curriculum my daughter is studying in school. It intimidates me, given that I no longer understand it. I I should be allowed to rewrite the lesson plans. Then he goes on, he says, Romeo and Juliet is violent and disturbing. It also involves a physical relationship between minors. Why does some elected school board get to decide that my kids need to read it? Also Macbeth is really triggering. If I want me, my kids to read, to just read Gone with the Wind, that's my right. And he goes on, The history of the fall of the Roman Empire makes me sad. I don't want my kids to be exposed to things that might also make them sad, especially as they get closer to college age. No history of the antiquities. And this guy is a historian, according to his Twitter profile, contributing editor at Politico magazine, New York Times best-selling author of Lincoln's Boys and Building the Great Society Inside LBJ's White House. So this guy's a a liberal, not a Christian, and all-around scumbag. And Michael Malice says, don't ever forget how much the cathedral operatives despise you, your family, your values. Because that's what this guy is showing, expressing just pure disdain. He's mocking the parents. Oh, he's Jewish? Yeah. Not surprising. Probably an atheist, too. This um, guy is mocking... The parents who are not for the critical race theory stuff taught in their schools. They're not for the um, transgender madness taught in their schools. This, uh, parents have the fundamental basic right to uh, their children, right? To their, run their education. Not the federal government, nor the uh, local governments. Nor the local governments. And it's, it's a whole bunch of do-gooder liberals Infiltrating, or communists, if you will, anti-American, anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-male, anti-baby, by the way, they're for killing the babies in the womb, without parental notification. Did you know that? I think the the state of Illinois, if I'm not mistaken, the Democrats there want to repeal this 25-year-old law that says parents should be notified if a minor girl... Wants to get a, an abortion. Parents, the parents of that girl should be notified. The uh, minor female. But no, they want to repeal that law. In a, in a reaction to the Texas law saying, you can't kill a baby that has a, who, who has a detectable heart, heartbeat. <laughs> so this guy's a disgusting person, right? And they despise you. He's the mainstream media. He's representative of the mainstream media. They're the same people who think Kyle, J- Kyle Jack Bauer John Wick Rittenhouse is a murderer. They're the same people who pretend that the January 6th Mostly Peaceful protest was an insurrection. They're the same people who think it's, it's bad to normalize Trump. Trump represents a huge chunk, the best chunk of America, of the American people, and they want him not to be normalized. I'm referring to that other sleaze whom I quoted, uh, let's see, just because I was Charles Homens, probably also not a Christian. Not probably, definitely. <laughs> New York Slimes magazine writer who wrote about Kenosha pretending that the right-wingers are, are building up political violence, pretending it doesn't take two to tango, and that it's not primarily from the left. The left has always been more violent and destructive. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Is it not true? Re- our resident historians, who would be fair-minded, would it not be true that the left, and I know that a lot of you guys think, oh, get rid of this left-right thing. It's re- good versus evil, right? But the left has always been more violent and destructive than the right. Right? Even though the left is female-minded, or maybe because the left is more female-minded, you see the blacks going crazy. They've got they've gotten totally subverted, run by women. (laughs) Uh, You see the commies. The history of the commies, lots of death and destruction. You see the support for abortion. 60 million babies. Is it 60 million babies or is it 65 million babies t- killed? Out of sight, out of mind. At least there, it is. Let's do it nicely. <laughs> it's sick, sick stuff. I don't. Did I have another example of the attack on the on America? Oh, there was this good. There was this good thread. You know, I told you I was on Twitter. About Facebook. I told you I was going to talk about Facebook. This is from a guy named, and apologies for this, Balaji Srinivasan. Balaji S on Twitter. I don't know what he's from. <laughs> but anyway, he tweeted this interesting statement. Tech is starting to show some real spine. I'm like, yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. But he's saying that. Tech is in big tech, right? Zuck, which is short for Mark Zuckerberg, also not a Christian, but he's in charge of Facebook. He started Facebook, or at least he stole Facebook and rightfully built the company or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Zuck Zuckerberg says he doesn't report to legacy media, this guy says, corporations. He serves his constituents, namely billions of users. Is that true? I don't know. A lot, of the, a lot of those billions are commies, but some of us are decent people. And some of us are kicked off of Facebook. And some of us have gotten rid of Facebook. Uh... and they the constituents the billions of users don't want increased surveillance and censorship that has that these quote unquote whistleblowers you've heard about Facebook whistleblowers that Haugen wo- woman Frances Haugen are calling for and he qu- and he links to this fool.com which is the Motley Fool and it's a transcript of Facebook's third quarter of 2021 earnings call transcript, right? Transcript. And it has the operator, it has a woman, and it has Mark Zuckerberg talking. And it's all transcribed onto this website. And he, so he's quoting what Mark Zuckerberg purportedly says. No matter what Facebook does, we're never going to solve the problem on our own. Polarization started rising in the U.S. before I was born. Says Mark Zuckerberg purportedly, right? If I'm reading this correctly, at that, at that, at, and same thing with me. Anyway, independent research shows that many countries around the world have flat or declining polarization, despite similar social media use there than in the U.S. So there, he's saying Facebook is not the reason for the polarization in America. <laughs> Reality is, if social media were not the main, were is that if social mi- media is not the main driver of these issues, then probably can't fix them by itself either. Interesting, huh? True. But the mainstream media wants them to clamp down on the speech of the people. That's what I'm saying. Mark Zuckerberg saying, we should want every other company in our industry to make the investment and achieve the results that we have. What results? Getting Trump not elected, <laughs> not re-elected? Support, making every, supporting every idiot to vote? They say, oh, we... Anyway, I, I digress. I worry the incentives that we are creating for other companies to be as introspective as we have been. I am committed to continuing this work because I believe it will be better for our community and our business over the long term. Now he says this. This is the highlighted portion that Balaji Srinivasan says. Now we can't change the underlying media dynamics, but there is a different constituency that we serve that has always been more important And then I try to keep us focused and that's people. Billions of people. Now, some of those billions do want more censorship. They're sick. Use our services. We build the best tools to stay connected to the people you care about. To find communities that matter to you and to grow your small business. This guy, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, a few years ago, I remember there were these headlines, outraged headlines from the mainstream media. Mark Zuckerberg says that Everybody who's a, uh, questioning the official Holocaust thing is not doing it in bad faith. Duh. That should be not a, uh, not a controversial statement. <laughs> but they uh, j- hounded him over that. Crazy, huh? The reason they were able to see- succeed for almost two decades is because we keep evolving and building, this guy says. Whatever. But this guy goes on, is Balaji. He says we should decentralize every Facebook service, so that they can't control you. So they can't control you. And he's like for the, he's for the decentralized stuff, which I think is the same idea as this Bitcoin stuff and all that. You guys know more about that than me. He says that that total decentralized stuff is better than Facebook, but Facebook is better than the mainstream media on whose platform nobody among us would get a voice except in order to smear us. You know how they'll interview Richard Spencer to and pretend that the stuff that he says is so bad, or they'll interview uh, every now and then when Trump is running for office or some Republican is running for office, they'll interview uh, David Duke and pretend that what he's saying is so much worse than what they say. They say worse stuff than he does. They're every bit as hateful as he is, if not more so. So this guy says, that's the ethical compass. Decentralized media over social media, but social media over legacy media. You don't have any voice on the legacy media corporations platform. And the legacy media corporations are in bed with the federal government too. The feds. And even worse, the UN. The globalist socialists. This is a bunch of scumbags, evil people fighting evil. Washington Compost did a hit piece on Mark Zuckerberg. He was more involved in decision-making at Facebook than he let on. It included a correction that's insane. What a mess, huh? What a mess. Anyway, vaccine for kids is approved. Did you know that? The vaccine is approved for children. What risk do they have? Does anybody know what risk the children face from the vaccines? (laughs) I don't think that they face much risk. But I do know that the fat kids have faced it. The fat kids have. There was, like, this healthy 16-year-old. Remember that? Healthy 16-year-old. And it's a picture of this morbidly obese girl. And her mother is saying, oh, everybody should have been vaccinated and wearing a mask. Something like that. And by the way, Apple, the people who make these phones and stuff like that, allows you, quote-unquote, to add to your iPhone wallet app, the wallet app, a vaccine passport. With a QR code that you go to the bar and show it. Luckily, I don't go to bars anymore in L.A. I have a buddy who already showed this thing to me. Because he goes to bars in L.A. He's like, I'm going to such and such uh, bar with some friends. I'm like, do you have to show a vaccine passport? And sure enough, he has to show it. He he got it for his work. He's a... Not the healthiest of guys. Probably in his 50s or so. And he got it. Whatever. But he's not for this thing. He said down in San Diego, it's not like that. Down in San Diego, you don't even have to... Some parts, you don't even have to wear a mask. He went and did a job over there or helped out a friend. And uh, they don't even have that. Isn't that so refreshing? You go to certain places, it's free. QR... Don't use QR codes, another way to be tracked. Uh, Somebody said that's going to be mandatory soon. Mandatory. Ridiculous, huh? Crazy. Children. So I guess the FDA advisory panel voted for it. Now the FDA itself is going to approve it or something. And then the CDC has to approve it. And Rochelle Walensky... That scared CDC director. But I'm scared. Not a Christian, by the way. Evil woman. Um, Shane says, there have been reports of heart inflammation in uh, children and young adults. Yeah, especially boys and young men, right? Under 30, or something like that? Crazy. Not good. Not good. Anyway, I wanted to share with you guys some Bible verses, a passage, some passages that have been on my mind. All right, Lord Grimm, whatever. I see Lord Grimm uh, chatting. What's up, man? Nice to see you. I wanted to talk about three different things that have been on my mind lately. One, the married man's interests are divided. Two, each person should remain in the position that they're in, and that referred even to slaves. If you were a slave, don't let it bother you. Joe from Phoenix hates that one, even though he says that he's a Christian. He doesn't get it. Talk about an emotional mess, and he's supposed to be smart. He sounds like he's smart. And the fourth, third one, is that three? Do not worry. Isn't that a great one? It's an excellent one. Do not worry. So this Remain in Your Position one, and actually the, the first two, they're actually from the same passage. So this is a, long, a bit of a long passage, but I have to share it with you. It's from 1 Corinthians 7, and the Where is Paul Now, people? <laughs> you can, you can uh, hate Paul, I guess, if you want to be like that, but this is, good, this is a good message. It's from the King James Version. I'll read from the King James Version, you King James-only people. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Listen to this. This is Paul writing, I, I assume that it's Paul, writing 1 Corinthians 7. Now concerning the things that you wrote for me, and I'm gonna read it in American normal, at least as normal as I can pronounce English. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Wow! Nice. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, that's sex out of wedlock, by the way, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. (laughs) I like that uh, euphemism. And likewise to the wife, the husband, I guess that's a euphemism, I'm not sure. The wife has not the power over her own body, but to the husband. And likewise also the husband has not have power over his own body, but to the wife. That's why these people say, Oh, you can rape a woman even if you're married to her. I don't know. That's those are sleazy people just trying to smear men. It says defraud, defraud ye not one the other, except it be for a consent for a time that you do not give that you give yourselves to fasting and prayer. You can give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and don't be having so much sex all the time. And then come together again, so Satan doesn't tempt you for your incontinency. <laughs> they they call it the incontinency. Which, normally, incontinence, I understood it to mean you can't stop from uh, going number one. But this is co- referring to inability to self, self-control, right? Isn't that nice? And he says, I say this by permission, not as a commandment. And I think I've read this to you guys before because I've heard people say that it's a command that husbands and wives are supposed to have, be having sex and not stop having sex. No, he says this as permission, not as a command. And the permission is because otherwise Satan may tempt you more. What a mess. And he says, for I would that all men were even as I myself, which I think he means single, right? Am I wrong? I think he means single, meaning not married. But every man has his proper gift of God, one after this manner, or another after that. I say, therefore, to the unmarried and the widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I, meaning if you're unmarried, you're fine, stay that way. Or if you're a widow, you lost your husband, or you're a widower, you lost your wife, she got killed, or he got killed. If you're a widow, widow lost your husband, he got killed. You just stay like that. Don't be so needy. But if you cannot contain, if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it's better to marry than to burn. Right? Isn't that nice? So he's giving them permission. You can't marry. It's better if you don't, but if you can't, if you have to, go for it. And to the married I say, not I, but the Lord, let the wife not depart from her husband. Don't be leaving her. These people say, oh, we're not compatible. I got to leave them. No, that's not real. But if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. Somebody told me, and I think it's fake news. One of my liberal professors says that if she leaves and she can't come back. Like, if they divorce, it's, it's, it's a sin to come back together and get married again. Psh, I don't know. Doesn't sound, what this, sound like what this says. If she departs, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. And then he says, but to the rest, I say, not God says, but I say, this is Paul's advice. If any brother has a wife that believes, that doesn't believe, meaning if you're a Christian and your wife isn't, isn't uh, a Christian and she's fine with staying, you, let her stay. Don't put her away. And the wife who has a, and a woman who's a Christian who has a husband who doesn't believe in Jesus, whatever, if he's fine with staying, her, don't leave him. Isn't that nice? For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband, otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they're holy. That's what he says. Don't exactly understand that, but that's what he says. But if the unbelieving depart, let them depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases. God has called us to peace. Isn't that cool? You let the non-Christian leave if they want to leave. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, man, whether you will save your wife? Isn't that a good message? People are always trying to change each other, right? God is distributed to every man and called everyone, so let him walk as, he's, as God is distributed. And that's what uh, Paul says. He says, if any man is called who is circumcised, let him not be uncircumcised. I think that he says, I think he means by that is like following the, those Jewish traditions. So those Jews who become Christians, I think they can stay Jews for Jesus, right? I think that's what he's saying. Keep, keep that Sabbath stuff and all that. Let him not be, if if anybody was uncircumcised, though, let him not be, he doesn't have to get circumcised. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing, Paul says, but keeping the commandments of God. So it reminds me of what these black Israelites are thinking. Oh, I'm an Israelite. That means something. No, it doesn't. First of all, no, you're not. (laughs) But no, it doesn't mean anything. Paul says, let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Meaning if you were, listen to this, are you called being a slave? Don't let it bother you. Or called being a servant? Care not for it. But if you may be made free, use it. If you can get your freedom, do so. If, If you may be made free, use it rather, get free. But don't let it bother you if you are For he who is called by the Lord being a servant is the Lord's freed man, free man. Likewise, he who is called being free is Christ's servant. So we're all slaves and we're all frees. Isn't that nice? In a good sense, the right sense. If we are, if we really are like this. You were bought at a price. Don't be servants of men though. (laughs) Yeah, so don't become a slave. (laughs) Don't get into debt, unnecessary debt, right? Pay your debts. Let every man where he's called abide with God. Now concerning virgins, I have no command of the Lord, but I give my judgment as one who obtained mercy of, from God to be faithful. It is good for the present distress. It's good for a man to be, it's good for a man to be, what is he saying? I suppose, therefore, that this is good for the present distress. I say that it is good for a man so to be. Are you bound to a wife? Don't try to be loosed. Are you loosed from a wife? Don't try to look for a wife. Oh! Ah! That's the same thing JLP says. Don't look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she's not sinned. Nevertheless, they shall, they shall have trouble in the flesh, They he's saying. But I spare you. Because you're going to have trouble. You're going to run into trouble, is what he's saying. The time is short, both they that have wives as though, so they who have wives should act as if they had none, he says, and those who weep as though they they do not weep, those who rejoice as though they do not rejoice, and those who buy as though they they do not possess those things. Don't be clinging to those things. Those who use the world as not abusing it for the fashion of this world passes away. This is, this is my favorite part. This is what I wanted to get to. I would that you without carefulness, I would, that you, I would have you without carefulness. That means without anxiety. It's translated as anxiety. Do not worry. He who's unmarried cares for the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he who's married cares for the things that are of the world, how he can please his wife. See? That's a warning. That's a warning. Louis Bootsy says, never marry. (laughs) He's traumatized. Louis, calm down, man. He keeps on saying it. There's a difference between a wife and a virgin, the unmarried woman who cares for the things of the Lord. The unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord that she may be holy in body and spirit, but she who's married cares for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. It's a warning. I think it doesn't have to be that way. But this is Paul saying that, warning you guys. This I speak for your own prophet, that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, he says, you may attend to the Lord without distraction, without anxiety, without taking, uh, doing all that mess. But if, but if a man thinks that he's behaving, behaving wrong towards a virgin if she passes the flower of her age, blah 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 let him do what he will he sinneth not let him marry so there you go there you go but he says people are happier if they abide as they are very nice huh anyway let me get to a call John in Kentucky how are you doing John
3: Man, I think you're hurting everybody's ears by reading all them passages, man. You don't know. Thank you,
0: John. <laughs> what a mess! Saying a bunch of nothing. That's John from Kentucky, another Israelite. Hake, it's what my three boys, now men, know. James M- never marry. I don't think that that's what they know, Louis Bootsy. I don't think they know it, man. Do you have wisdom? We need to return to wisdom. Oh, let me read this do not marry verse. Do not worry verse, I mean. It's from Jesus. It's from Jesus. Matthew 6, 25 to 34, real quick, and then I will get back to calls. This is Jesus. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor for your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? I don't know what that means. (laughs) Maybe that means clothing. Behold the fowls of the air, that's the birds. They sow not, neither do they reap, nor do they gather into barns, yet the heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? (laughs) I don't know, are we? (laughs) Anyway, Jesus said it, so it must be true. Which of you, by taking a thought, can add one cubit to his stature? You short, you can't even add a cubit to your stature. Cubit, I think, is an arm's length, forearm. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God clothes the grass of the field, which is to- today here and gone tomorrow, it's cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Where shall we be closed? How shall we be closed? Whatever. For all these things do the Gentiles seek. (laughs) Did you say Gentiles? Uh, For your heavenly father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Very nice, huh? (laughs) <laughs> anyway, very nice. I appreciate it, John. You're just a mess. Rick in Hampton, Virginia. How are you doing, man? I am
5: doing fine, my brother. How you doing?
0: Doing fine, too. Thank you, sir. Now
5: let's talking about the Virginia
0: governor's race, man. You know, everybody's talking about this race, man. Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard. heard. believe it. Terry McAuliffe is a sleazy I think he's a Clinton guy. Exactly. I'm not, if I'm not mis- mistaken, liberal. He's the current governor, right? And then it's versus this Glenn. No, no, Glenn. Um, he's not the governor. Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin is no, um, running. Ralph Martin is the current governor. Oh, and, okay. Um, Who? What was Terry McAuliffe before then? Oh, former uh, governor think, of Virginia. I, he, so he yeah, was, he was governor government. before. He ran, correct.
5: He ran one time, but he he didn't run a second term.
0: Oh, okay. So he was governor, so and then to Northam to took over, and now he wants right. it back. What a mess.
5: Yeah. Because Ralph Nothing, Ralph Nothing, I think this is his second
0: term. Okay. But
5: anyhow, the Black Caucus endorsed Yonkin. I was surprised. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I forgot I said, oh, man, there is a guy. Yes.
0: <laughs>
5: wow. I mean, they actually endorsed Yarkin. I couldn't believe
0: it. Are you sure? Yeah. The Black Caucus. Black? Uh, which Black, Black Caucus? Caucus in
5: Virginia has, Virginia
0: Virginia Black Caucus. Virginia
5: Black Caucus has endorsed um, Glenn Youngkin. I couldn't believe it.
0: Wow. Okay, well. I could. I mean, Hampton Roads. Well, this was out October 2nd. This is earlier this month. And so I never heard, yeah. ca- I never caught wind of this. Hampton Roads Black Caucus organization criticized for endorsing Youngkin, L Y U N G Kin, for Virginia governor. His campaign said the Hampton Roads Black Caucus endorsed him. Youngkin, a Republican, is running for, against former Democrat governor Terry McAuliffe. Black organization in Hampton Roads. Wow.
5: You know, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And, um, it's a close race, but the problem when they when they do the governor's race in Virginia, Virginia is conservative until they get to the D.C. and Northern Virginia area. Where they're where they near D.C. That's where it's liberal, and that where it flips for the um, Democratic candidate right there. Usually,
0: wow. That's well. That's fine. That's fine. They, and, you know, they nice. and they didn't. And they never changed from that. Not to be confused with the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus, which consists of. African American leaders elected to Virginia General Assembly and the Greater Hampton Roads Black Democrats, despite its name. Right. Okay. So one of the some black caucus endorsed Yunkin. That's cool. Yeah, you
5: know, I couldn't even believe I ain't ever heard any black organization endorse a Republican candidate and I'm fifty-two years old. I haven't I know. I've never heard of it.
0: They and, support uh, the group lists four initiatives it supports black owned business growth. Lame, educational advancement, lame, economic development, lame, <laughs> and community development, lame. But but hey, if they if they endorsed Youngkin, I don't know anything about Youngkin other than that he's. I don't even know if he's a Republican. I'm assuming he's a Republican.
5: <laughs> he's a Republican. Okay. He seemed to be pretty solid. You know, I like he's even he consistent on the values,
0: uh-huh. and um,
5: he's for school choice. You know, he's from parents making decisions for the school board. Yeah, and um, which McCallum don't want them. He don't want, He wants the school board to be in absolute control.
0: Okay, you know, I don't think Northam has served two terms because McAuliffe was governor from 2014 to 2018, and so Northam is only governor, only been governor since 2019 or 2018, and 2019.
5: I thought he was on his second term. You, you, nope. you
1: educated me Apparently on that not. One too. Yeah, wow. unless guess, unless he Northam he was unless run.
0: Northam was governor like three terms ago or however many as well. I don't know.
5: just no, this, this 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 must be. You know, you educated me on
0: that, James. Um, I'm, I'm, I guess he didn't want to run then. Yeah. Who knows? You know, Northam was it, a yeah, Northam. Was good. I think Northam is that guy who in. He's a former doctor, right? Or a doctor. And he talked about killing babies outside the womb. He talked about delivering a baby. Delivering a baby out after a botched abortion and then having a conversation with the mother and the doctor and maybe the family about what to do next. (laughs) Which implies letting the baby die or killing the baby after the botched abortion. What a sick person. But then then that wasn't the outrage. The outrage was that he wore blackface, allegedly, dressed up like... Like the black version of Michael J- Jackson or something.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that came up once. <laughs> and, you know, it's, 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 you know <laughs> it's just so funny. You know, that came up, too. And we're doing a governor's rant. You know, black, well, oh, we must say forgiveness. These, most of these black, there's some BoJ and black pastors here, man. They always... They vote for a party. I call the a Democratic party. I don't even call it a Democratic party no more, Jay. I call them the Democratic party.
0: Yeah. That's what I call them, too. That's what I call them. Demon rats. The
5: Democratic party. Yeah. That's what I call them. Because <laughs> everything, everything... It's God what they God, are, God, really. They right. That's, that's who they are.
0: It's satanic. And for
5: years, man, it's just like... And, and most black churches will vote for them like they saint. Yeah. I, I, I'll say, either y'all don't understand the scriptures, or y'all, y'all just... Y'all just Plane don't care. Yeah, or it's about skin color.
0: Nope. They're the sick people. The
5: Democratic is totally opposite. Yeah. You know what, Jay? Where can you find out the Democratic platform that that is easy to interpret?
0: You know what? I haven't looked. I don't think I've ever looked. I just look at what they. I look at what the people, the Democrat people, are talking about. And from, you can, do from that, you can tell that they have no no values except except to push evil onto the people.
5: Yep. Push <laughs> evil and division and everything, man. Yeah. And um, to me, Joe Biden is the reason for this division between unvaccinated people and vaccinated people.
0: Well, I, don't, I think it's more than it's boys. more than just him or it's more than just the Democrats because the cr- culture has been so corrupted that the people are divided in that way. You know what I mean?
5: It's divided bad enough to me. me, I think he's part of it, though. Even though I, it's in,
0: uh, the I, when I saw media too. when I saw normal people, what I assume are normal people, which I'm using the term normal very loosely, on Twitter, I guess normal people aren't on Twitter, but they're they're saying Kyle is a murderer. Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer. That shows me that the division doesn't start with Joe Biden or Barack Obama. It starts with the corruption of the hearts of the people. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and
5: especially with, with most blacks, they're angry. Yeah. And when you're angry, one thing, one thing, you know, just the truth about it, is when you you can easily manipulate people. You can lie to them. Just tell them what makes them feel good. Right. And you got them. Yeah. And um, most blacks are angry. And yep. all the Democratic Party gonna come by and say it's um Oh, man, you guys are victims, and and and, and wife oppressing the you guys? Keeping you guys from buying a home? No one keeps from buying a home but you.
1: Yeah, Very you true. You got the
5: money? Man, I person don't care about it. They, as long as you got the money and you can buy the house, that's all they care about. I know. The Democratic Party, of course, like, and then they'll say, like, well, it's, uh, it's government oppression. Well, they vote for the same different counties over and over and over, so they vote for the whole oppressor.
0: Yeah. No, it's disgusting, man. I appreciate yes, it, Rick. Yeah. It's good to hear Absolutely. from you, man. Good luck you in that. Too, good Love luck in that people. race. I hope the may the best man win. <laughs> man, I, man, uh, we need to turn
5: Virginia back red, man. Cause we didn't lost the last what's that presidential the I mean, last three two presidential elections and just it just been blue too darn long.
0: Man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, thanks, man. Take care. Yeah.
5: Love you, lad, James. Y'all keep a good keep a
4: good work going.
0: All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Before I play this last song, can I show quickly the, uh, the Guardian guy, Tom Lamont? I talked about this guy, Tom Lamont, the male feminist Guardian uh, Guardian writer. I was like, is he black? He's the guy who's a father-going feminist. I told you about it yesterday. His young boy, he was all mad because his young boy is doing the boys against girls thing, which is completely natural, and he, but he's disturbed by it. So he's consulting a bunch of foreign, quote-unquote, ladies about how to raise a boy in 2021. I have pictures of him. Tom Lamont, sure enough, he is purportedly a white... Well, I don't know if that's a normal white male. I don't even know if that's a Christian. But uh, look at him. That's child abuse. How to raise a boy. My mission to bring up a son fit for the 21st century. Increasing awareness of the price of toxic masculinity has led many parents to wonder how best to prepare the young men of the future. One father consults the experts. This is out August 2021 in The Guardian. Look at that guy. Nope. No, sir. What a shame. And so, let me just show you the ladies that he was consulting. And I was pretty much correct, except one of them was looks like a white lady. I'm not sure. Chimananda Chimamanda Ngozi Adichi. Is the first lady he consulted. And yes, this is some black woman. Young black woman. No wisdom. Look at that. No sense. (laughs) Nigerian writer. And then the next one, Sonora Ja. And I don't know what she is. Maybe part Indian. Looks mixed. And then these are foreign names. Uju Asika. These are the experts that he consulted on how to be a father to your son. Uju Asika, black woman. Young black woman. Another with no sense. Bringing up race. So she believes in the racism thing. And then that last one that I mentioned, Danusia Malina Derbin. And this one looks like she might be a white woman. Blonde haired, light skinned Don't know. And she has 10 kids or something like that and a career. A nutcase of a woman. Uh... Danusia Malina Durbin, hyphen Durbin. And she's, like, standing on a table on one of these things in front of a bunch of men, bossing around the men. And I think she has a child who's transgender. I could, be, I could be wrong, though. But she definitely would support that. I am quite sure that she would support that. So, disgusting, huh? Anyway, oh my gosh, we are over time. Guys, I gotta play my last song if I can. Uh, This is from OKAY. And it is entitled, Hot Wired. Enjoy Hot Wired and compare it to the stuff that Paul wrote. (laughs) I disavow this song. Hot Wired by OK Guys. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. Take care.
1: Baby, I'm hot.